You're listening to the Inner Child Podcast. Is it healthy to feel a spark in a brand new relationship, or does a spark always mean bad news? Well, in this episode, you will learn the difference between healthy and toxic sparks and what you should be feeling if you want to become more secure in love. Stay till the end for the call to action to learn some steps that you can take to start creating amazing relationships right after this intro. Hi, I'm Gloria Zhang, and after 10 years of struggling in toxic relationships, I attracted the love of my life by healing my inner child. This podcast is your weekly dose of my expertise as a therapist and dating relationship coach for high achievers. Learn tips to overcome low self-worth, emotional baggage, and childhood trauma so that you too can step into your power and attract the love you desire. Welcome to the Inner Child Podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I am your host and relationship coach, Gloria. So I intended to record this episode last week, but as you guys know, Andrew and I went off to Vancouver and unfortunately we tested positive for COVID when we got back and we got really sick, like really, really sick. And I'm triple vaxxed. Now, this was our first time getting COVID. And to be honest, it was almost a little bit philosophical to me because we were having such a blast in Vancouver, guys. We were hiking. We went biking. We went to these like $12 million open houses just for fun. And we were just having the time of our lives. And literally the next day after getting back, it was like night and day. I was so sick. I experienced the brain fog that COVID gives you. I could barely get out of bed. Andrew's symptoms didn't start showing up until after mine did, but then his migraines and headaches actually got a lot worse. And I think it was just such a good reminder that you never know what's going to happen in life. You can be happily having an amazing vacation one day and literally the next day be completely immobilized. And I don't mean this in a fear-mongering way, but sort of a humbling experience that our time here is limited, right? We all postpone things that are important because we think that we're going to be here forever and we're really not. And I posted this on my Instagram, but I was so grateful that at this moment in my life, suffering from such an awful illness, that I am in a supportive, healthy relationship My heart really goes to everyone who's in these situations, but I can't imagine dealing with COVID and trying to recover while being in a toxic or abusive relationship right now. It just would be too much, right? And so I guess the message here that I'll just leave before we go on to today's topic is that life is too short for a lot of things. Life is too short for bad relationships. Life is too short for bad marriages. And if you're going to heal and if you're going to take action, Do it now. Don't wait till later because you just never know what's going to happen. And we all kind of know that on some level, but we forget it in the day-to-day, right? Until something serious happens where you don't know if you're getting worse or better. And there was a point in our recovery that it felt like it was getting a lot worse. And combined with Andrew's tummy issues, I actually got very worried, right? And your life is too precious, guys to be throwing it away for people who aren't worth your time, people who cannot see your value, 
So take it from me. Do the healing now. Don't wait. Don't put yourself on the back burner like you usually do because the lights are never going to turn green at the same time. And there is always this kind of resistance in life anytime we try to change. And it really is about building that momentum, right? I don't believe necessarily that there's always a right time, but I do believe that we have to decide when the right time is for us and make it happen. Make it a priority. Set the damn thing in your schedule and do it for yourself. So that's the end of my pep talk for today. <laughs> but we're going to switch gears and talk about this really cool question about what sparks are when we feel them at the start of a brand new relationship or even on a first date, whether or not it's healthy. So this question actually came from one of my soulmate students. She had posted inside our online community. I think she listened to one of the most recent podcast episodes where I discussed anxious and avoidant attachment styles and how the two are not a good combination. And so she asked me, do relationships that start out as intense chemical reaction vibes ever work? Is it possible to feel the sparks while building a friendship? Or are sparks always a sign of a red flag or something toxic? And this is such a great question because I think there's a lot of mixed messaging in our culture around what love is supposed to feel like, right? Whenever people go on dates, what's the first thing that people tend to ask them? They'll ask them things like, oh, did you guys feel chemistry? Did you feel a connection? Was there a spark? And I think what's happened is for those of us who have experienced trauma, we have a very different understanding of what a spark means because of what a spark meant to us in our chaotic or traumatic childhoods. And I think that this is where a lot of folks go down the wrong path. So wherever you're listening this episode from, I just want you to take a moment to do a little bit of an exercise with me. And I want you to think about who was the person that you had dated or had interactions with that you felt the biggest, most intense sparks with? And where's that relationship now? So the majority of you are probably going to say that that relationship did not work out. And perhaps the spark that you felt it felt more like anxiety or it felt more like a crazy infatuation or obsession. Now, when I think about that question, the example that comes to mind was probably that 12-month situationship I had several years ago where the foundation of that intense spark was really based on the fact that this person was so emotionally unavailable. And it wasn't necessarily that I felt a spark towards him, but what I was feeling was the chase, right? It was like the game and the challenge of trying to win them over. And this is an example of a very toxic trauma bondy type of feeling. And you all know how it starts. It starts with that rush of excitement that just overwhelms and floods your hormones and your bodies. And then you almost start to develop like a fantasy of that person. 
right? And this is very normal. So don't feel embarrassed if you do this too, but you will actually start playing out a whole script, like a movie of the entire timeline of going on dates and maybe getting engaged and having two children. And you will play out this entire fantasy inside your head where at some point the spark sort of takes on a life of its own, right? It's not even about this real person anymore, but it's more about what this person represents to you, which is a fantasy of finally being loved or finally being chosen or noticed. And it can really dysregulate you and take you on this whirlwind uh, romance, even if it's just in your own head until it's too late, right? Until later on it burns out and you finally realized how much of this just swept you off your feet. So I will first answer the question of, is a spark always a bad thing? Like, is it normal to feel this way? (coughs) (coughs) Sorry, still got some residual COVID. (coughs) So my answer to this is yes, but we need to look at what that spark is. So as I said before, what secure people and healthy people define as a spark is very different from what we experience as sparks, those of us who have insecure attachment style. And there are two different types of sparks. There's the trauma bond, unhealthy, toxic, old pattern spark, and then there's a healthy spark. So here's where you can take some notes. A trauma bond spark has a very characteristic feeling attached to it. It feels like a familiar anxiety, like you have felt this way before about some other figure in the past. A trauma bond spark has this unhealthy, obsessive, like wired feeling that is all-encompassing, and it literally feels like a vortex just sucks you in right? And if you have experienced this, then you will know exactly what I'm talking about. So if you want to learn more about trauma bonds, definitely check out episode number 14. So this is the same unhealthy trauma bond spark that I talked about in my 12-month situationship example. And maybe that's what some of you are feeling now, right? It just feels very unhealthy, And sometimes it can make you feel, and sometimes it can trigger trauma responses in you. So a very common one is that the spark that you feel turns you into a people pleaser. It activates this other side of you that feels like it's not really the real you. So that's just something to look out for, all right? Let me know if this makes a lot of sense. Now, on the flip side, there is such thing as a healthy spark, but I don't know if I would necessarily call it a spark. It feels more like a steady flame. It feels more like a warm fireplace. So the healthy spark or healthy fireplace is what I teach people to learn to develop inside my programs. And a healthy fireplace flame really stems from a sense of abundance. It feels warm, it feels giddy, it feels really good, and it feels connected, right? It's the complete opposite of being wired and obsessive. It's not a heightened and anxious type of connection. It's a soft, loving kind of connection. Now, you might have experienced something similar if you have really good friends, 
or if you have a pet, right, that you would have these warm, lovey, fuzzy feelings towards, like it feels steady. It doesn't feel like if you just blow it out, it will disappear. And that is literally the same feeling, right? It's the feeling of warmth and connection. So if this is all sort of conceptual to you and you're still having a bit of a hard time distinguishing between the trauma bond spark and the healthy warm fireplace spark, a helpful way to look at it is thinking about what is the energy behind the way that I'm feeling right now? Because I'm a very esoteric person. I believe that energy and the intention behind not just what we do, but why and how we're doing things is so, so important, right? And so if you go back to the way that you're feeling right now, what is the energy behind the spark? What is the energy behind the way that you feel connected to this person? And that itself will tell you whether it's healthy or not, right? A way that you can look at intention is what is this awakening in you? right? Is this awakening a very unhealthy intention of, oh, now I got to win this person over, or now I got to make sure they don't leave, right? Or now I got to make sure that they're okay. I have to make sure that they're fine. They're okay, right? That doesn't feel good. It doesn't bring you to this centered place. But if there's a good energy behind that healthy, warm fireplace spark, the intention will sound a lot more like, I feel so connected to this person. I want to get to know them more, right? I want to talk to them more. I want to feel connected. I am interested but not obsessed with this person. And I am curious and open-minded to see where this can go. That's the vibe that we're going for. Another really helpful thing that I want to add is If you are not sure if the way that you're feeling is sort of this anxious, toxic spark, you want to think about how this person makes you feel and whether they make you feel like home, right? We tend to be attracted, as you know, to things that are familiar. And then you want to think about, well, if this person feels like home, then was home a safe place for me growing up? And if home was not a safe place and this person feels like home, then it means that this person is not a safe person. And there you go. All right, let's go to the call to action. Things that you can start implementing right now to see some changes in results. The first one, if it isn't obvious, is to really just become more mindful and intentional on how you feel around people, right? This is really important because your emotions are going to tell you so much information on things that your conscious brain are not even quick enough at picking up. So as I said before, I would really recommend going back to episode number 14 to learn more about trauma bonds and seeing how those types of unhealthy relationships might be playing out in your life. So another one I'll add in is in episode number 46, I had this incredible interview with the boundary queen herself, Michelle Elman, where we talked all about how to set very difficult boundaries with people that are not making you feel good. And so this is definitely a gold nugget. And I would go back to check that one out. And the call to action number two is if you are someone that struggles with toxic relationships and trauma bonds, I highly, highly recommend coming to one of my free workshops. It's called Learn How to End Toxic Love and Attract a Secure High Quality Relationship. This is a free workshop 
And some folks who've already attended have said that this free workshop is better than some of the paid workshops that they've been to in the past. So definitely come check it out, especially if you are someone that has a lot of emotional baggage or even never had a healthy relationship before. Inside this workshop, I actually teach you my three secrets, my three-step formula on how I have helped countless clients break toxic patterns for good and attract an amazing compatible partner into their lives that actually want to commit to them. So if you want to grab your free spot, head over to buygloriazang.com slash workshop or just click on the link in the show notes below. So go ahead and do that. I guarantee you it's going to be worth your time. And it also comes with a free workbook as a gift from yours truly. As always, I love you guys so much. If you found this episode helpful or if it was really insightful, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at ByGloriaZang because I just love to hear from you guys and to hear what you took away from this. If you have episode suggestions or you just want to say hello, reach out to me on Instagram at ByGloriaZang and tell a friend about the show. So until next time, and hopefully my voice will be in much better shape, (laughs) if I don't see you at the workshop, I will see you in next week's episode. And one last thing I'll say here is after the whole COVID thing and not being able to record episodes, I realized that it was time to hire someone to take over my project management (laughs) because the podcast is growing, the business is growing, and we're very happy about that. So I went out and hired a project manager. Her name is Pam. She's also based in Toronto, and she will be helping me plan out and manage the entire podcast. We already have a wonderful editor named Karina who's been with us in the show. She also produces the show. But now we have a project manager on hand. So I am so excited to see what this upgrade is going to do to the show because we want to bring you all new fantastic episodes and interviews and so much more. So bye for now. See you in the next episode. If you love this episode, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star review. It really helps me a lot. So thank you. To join the community and get your daily dose of inner child tips, follow me on Instagram and social media at ByGloriaZang or visit ByGloriaZang.com. If you're a high achiever or an entrepreneur who wants to work with me, message me the words high achiever and I'll get in touch. Thanks, bestie. See you in the next one. Thanks for tuning in, Bestie. I've got something for you. If you think this show deserves a five-star review, we'll send you my free Inner Child Starter Kit as a thank you for your support, which contains exclusive wallpapers and resources for you to download. To get your kit, just upload a screenshot of your review on Apple or Spotify to my webpage, bygloriazang.com slash reviews. The link is also in the show notes. There you can also check out my healing sessions and programs at bygloriazang.com. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and I will meet you in the next episode. Mwah!